turning your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. <laughs> so that's... Got it from Perry. It's got to be true. Yeah, he's probably usually he's pretty reliable. He's the most reliable of us. He is. He is. <laughs> Welcome to Penn Sunday School, starring Penn Gillette. My name is Michael Ludo. Matt Donnelly, Penn and I are broadcasting from Show Creator Studios South here in Las Vegas. This week, the Penn and Teller Show now has Spaniards. Penn's got so much honey, the bees envy him, and he's wearing a heart monitor during today's show. Let's see if we can blow some fuses. Here he is preaching love, Mr. Penn Gillette. Summer days, summer nights are gone. Summer days, summer nights are gone. But Penn Sunday School's a place where there's still something going on. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Preach it love here. Preach it love groovy, here. Preach it groovy, love here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing we're doing that whole thing. So how are you, uh, Matt Donnelly? Matt Donnelly from Under the Sea? I'm doing good. Doing good. Somebody said, I think we we're in uh, some city. Somewhere, United yeah. States of America, I believe, and um, someone said, "Give my give my best to Matt Donnelly." Wow! They said specifically you. Wow! So I'm giving my his best eat, to Matt Donnelly. Eat a dick of dough. <laughs> That's great. Precisely. Which is all hell we, is broken loose. Not, not only are people even not saying hi to me, my microphone started sagging the second okay. we started. You work the, on your mic. I'll, I'll talk to hold, Matt. Oh, my Reddy's plan coming. to sabotage Reddy's Goudot has gone to full effect. <laughs> you, you are Good rocking. way to do it. What have you been up to, Matt Donnelly? I, uh, I've been uh, uh, taking care of the old kiddos and... Uh, What's when, the wife doing? She went to uh, New York to visit with some friends. Mm -hmm. So I was solely in charge of the children for the weekend. Oh, for Lord. the full weekend? Yeah. Well, except for today. Then obviously I got babysitters mm -hmm. and stuff for today. But I, you know, I joke that you know when you're not a parent, you always see parenting and think, "I know what kind of parent I'm going to be." Yeah, you right. Do. Yeah, yeah. And then I always... If you want to know precisely how to raise children, yeah. find someone who does not have children. <laughs> <laughs> the only person who's going to have the answers. Yeah. Anyone who has raised children is going to say, oh, Whoa, fuck, God, I don't good know. Fucking I, don't, I, don't yeah, know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And you ask, you ask anybody who has children yeah. a direct question about parenting, yeah. you're going to get, oh, God. They're saying, I won't let my kid behave like this in Target, or yeah. I won't get good. feed them I'm this so, thing. I'm so glad you won't. And I always... <laughs> And I always joke back to whoever, especially if they're about to have children, I always say, like, well, whatever parent you think you're going to be, the most the most beautiful parenting moment and the most worst parent you could possibly be will happen every day. <laughs> will happen. I, was like, I said, it's, what doesn't prepare you is not the notion that you'll be both, but that the frequency of it. Yeah. yeah. Right? So Because you know you'll be both. Yeah. You just don't know you'll be both every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you think it'll go at like a sitcom pace, you, you know, like a weekly. You, you don't yeah. think that the two of you will be holding hands watching the sunrise and you'll put a cigarette on his ass <laughs> the exact right. same day. Exactly. So uh kid comes to me in the middle of the night, uh -huh. says, I'm scared oh, there's a monster in my room. You know, and so I try a couple different tactics. Shut up. 
<laughs> yeah. There's, there's no such thing as monsters. Daddy's tired. Tactic one. Uh, <laughs> I actually, you know, I said, oh, let's go. Will you tell me where the monsters are? And I pretend to be like, get out of here, monster, or whatever. And I make him laugh a little bit. But then he still seems a little scared. And <laughs> you confirmed there was a monster in his room. <laughs> I, I hold him tight. And I say, buddy, every single thing in this room you've seen, everything in this room is yours. Mommy and daddy gave these things to you, and we've looked at all of it, and we played with all of it. There's nothing else in this room than what we have given you and what you know is here. You are safe. And he went back to bed and stayed there. Beautiful. Next day is his soccer game. Mm-hmm. Quickly trying to get him in the car. Oh, shoot, I forgot to put sunblock on them. Come here, kids, let me get some sunblock on you. Kid takes, him, kid takes one wrong step. Same child I just comforted in my arms and put to sleep eight hours ago. And I mace him right in the eyes. <laughs> I just spray both of his fucking eyeballs with sunblock and make him cry tears of pain. That is a hundred percent my fault. And I just blinded my child before his own soccer game. I, I just destroyed him. So uh, that is my that is my 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 little parenting corner there for for me. Good, very nice, very yeah. nice. Yeah, that is covering everything. <laughs> <laughs> Your son's going to be turning 20. My turn just turned 20. My journal yeah. has in it, you know, your your adoption. Yeah, I think excitement. you sent me the information that made me cry and all that. You know, I mean, you're not supposed to, I don't know. My kid's 20. I just never th- said that out loud. And amazing. And, and it's shocking and horrifying and wonderful. And he's great. And things are good. I look back on the story that never was. You know, Goudot wanted to be at the birth of his child. Uh, uh, his children are adopted. Yeah. And he wanted to be at the birth of his child, which was in some godforsaken place, Colorado or something. <laughs> Very Col- close. No, Idaho. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Idaho. So I gave the, the benefit thing. of the doubt. <laughs> With Colorado, I gave the benefit oh, of yeah. the doubt. Absolutely. Idaho. <laughs> so um, <laughs> one of those rare states we haven't played. So if you're in Idaho. I do a lot of shows in Idaho. Okay, go easy on them. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're from Idaho and you're complaining, book yeah. Ben and Teller there. Yeah. We'll fall in love with it. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> so uh, you, you remember in this. In Idaho, when you pull into the town thinking your cell phone's going to work, mm-hmm. it still doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank goodness there's a town I'll be able to use my phone. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> This is the story that never happened. You, I think you know this, Matt Donnelly. Yeah. The story that never happened was, so Godot knew the window in which Joey would be born, but did not know the day. Right. So he had to fly to Idaho, and there was driving involved and shit like that, to be able to get there. And at that time, he was working for the lovely and talented Lance Burton. Right. And he was the variety act on the bill. And so he had two weeks in order to fill those slots with other performers. And Mac King yeah. was signed. Now he was they didn't do these. It was just if Goudot had to go that day, you would go in and fill the variety spot. So Johnny was doing a couple, and Matt King was doing a couple, and he brought everybody in from all over. Fielding, I think. Just trying to patch up whoever patch up. was available. Now, these people didn't have to do it. Just the, the time that his son happened to be born, if that was your time. So they finally came to me and said, we have two days. We can't find anybody. Right. If the child is born on one of those two days, would you go in and do the 12-minute variety spot at Lance Burton's show? You <laughs> must have 
been in heaven. I said yes. <laughs> I just love the idea of Lance Burton going, and now for the variety spot, Ben Gillette. <laughs> and I said, of course, like I would usually say, boy, 12 minutes is tough for me. You sure I can't do 45? Because <laughs> I get some things to say during the Lance Burton show that I'd want to say. Do you know what you're, because the 12-minute variety slot used to be like a standard. Yeah. Did you have a standard 12 minutes? I never did. Never did. Because no. I've been working with Penn and Teller for 44 years. Right, right, right. So I never had a standard. I had my street show. Yeah. Which would have been that. But I mean, I, what I was going to do was my broken bottle juggling routine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was Which is a 12-minute monologue with 30 <laughs> yeah. seconds of juggling. Yeah. <laughs> Call that variety, please. Um, and that would have made uh, the story for you, right. your son being born, could not be more intense. Yeah. That story is done. It's like what LOD says about people who don't want to be, who don't want to know the, um, the sex of their child before it's born. LOD had this great rant. When he said he was talking to some friends and they said, we want to be surprised about the sex of our child. And he goes, there's going to be so much fucking surprise <laughs> happening in that room when that child is born. You won't need any more. Not any more. You're trying to add emotion to this event. Is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> I always said my wife was thinking about doing that. Yeah. And I was like, it's a surprise right now. Whenever we find out, <laughs> whenever we find out, it goes from unknown to known. And it's let's, a pretty exciting moment. Let's spread out the joy for a month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, let's also get this joy at a time that there isn't panic. Exactly. And I got to tell you, the, there's the great, great joy of your child being born that's got a nice, dark underpinning of uh, desperation. Yeah. And panic. Right. And, uh, and, uh, uh, hopelessness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, the last emotion I thought I would feel, which I did at the birth of my first child, was, like, shyness and maybe not owning up to being his dad as fast as I should have. <laughs> like, he is weeping. Everyone in the room is frozen. And it took me, like, an extra second to be like, Hey, buddy, <laughs> over here. I'll take him. It just was that, that moment of hesitation was the last thing I expected. Well, uh, Moxie had to go into the into the um, uh, hot plate. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, she had to go into the right. – she had jaundice. She wasn't right. fully cooked. And also, we didn't know anything. So although she was in um, – uh, what's it called? What, what, where, where's – NICU? NICU, yeah. NICU, yeah. Yeah. She, she had to go into there. Right, yeah, level and, two. My wife would have taken care of her. <laughs> we didn't think that was a big deal, you know? Yeah. And then other parents, like doctors and stuff, went, oh, she was in the NICU. Were you freaked out? I mean, she, she didn't come home. Yeah. We had to stay at the hospital and go take care of her and stuff yeah. and hold her in the NICU. That is so much better because – most horrifying moment is is when they that you that you take the baby out to the car and you they help you set up the car seat for the first time and they put the baby in the car and then they say bye yeah, yeah. It, it's just you it's and Matthew. your wife and a baby yeah. <laughs> and you go, oh, what are we gonna do now <laughs> yeah i remember that's, not wanting to make left turns that's a horrifying I, moment I became, yeah. a, I became a ups driver uh, trying to get home from uh, <laughs> all right <laughs> Only making right turns. <laughs> and also, uh, you just, all the stuff that you thought you'd outgrown, all the stuff that you thought our culture had outgrown yeah. about being the provider. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also becomes, you didn't outgrow it at all. No, you become a total ogre, hunter, caveman. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, totally. I remember the same thing. Like, I, like they, they both, if they both napped on the couch, like, yes, my wife and my child are asleep as I am awake. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like two. It's like two p.m. I'm feeling this like roaring masculinity. Yeah, can't fight. Can't seem to fight. No, no, no. You know, can't, can't seem to fight it. So, uh, what else in this week? This week of taking care of children. Uh, and that's the thing. Twenty. How can Joey be twenty? I know it's awful, isn't it? <laughs> How's his job going? His job is great. He loves it. He loves working, which is impossible. <laughs> and he, he likes doing dishes. At work. He's What's a delivery his- guy, but sometimes when he's not got a delivery, he'll do dishes. And he likes it. And who's he delivering for? Uh, Panera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Panera Bread. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And loves it. Loves it. He drives his own Gets car? Gets out drives his own car, listens to does his music. He, does delivers- he have a little thing on top? He does have a little thing on the top. Is his musical taste as appalling as yours? I, 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 assume, his, I assume so. <laughs> Great question. I, Great I question. believe it's just whatever is on mine is also loaded onto his. Oh, Christ. Oh, my God. Man, talk about putting cigarettes. <laughs> my daughter's is just as bad. Absolutely. Putting cigarette out of his ass. That's <laughs> right. Think you're going to be a good parent? No chance. No, oh, boy. boy that's... Oh, no one's doing those dishes? Let me put on some John Denver and knock these puppies out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Joey. It's okay. We'll it's clean okay. the dishes. We'll clean the, dishes. <laughs> the sun'll come out tomorrow. Okay, why don't you go sit down in the other oh, room? We just got delivery. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's my mom. Go take it. Yeah, go <laughs> take out of here to my mom's house. Here's here, here, here's a cracker. It has to be delivered forty minutes from here. <laughs> Yeah, someone at someone at Start the airport. driving. We'll call you with an address. <laughs> <laughs> what direction do I go? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You, you can't go wrong. You can always go the Poor Great guy. Circle route. <laughs> no, no problem getting there. You got shows coming up. Talk about those. I do. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be opening for Piff the Magic Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on America's Got Talent. He did. He crushed that. And appearance. I watched it. Did you watch it? I did. I never watched shit like that. He sent it to me, and he can get me to do shit that other people can't. Yeah. Like he got me to... Uh, <laughs> he he, ridic- he ridiculed my three-year-old iPad Pro. <laughs> he loves <laughs> he loves learning tech over you. So I I bought a new one. You did. And Teller gave me advice. Teller said, "Let him keep insulting you for it until he accidentally sees you using it and uh. doesn't know when you got it." Which shows you what a sneaky fucking bastard Teller is. <laughs> that really is true. Yeah, that's very. I true. mean, that shows what an asshole Teller is. <laughs> that's, that's a game shift. That's a real game shift, right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Teller would let you keep uh, harassing him yeah. after he's already fixed it. You know? <laughs> he would he, he would get superpowers. He would yeah. become Hulk. But let you beat him for like ten minutes first before he let you know he was Hulk. <laughs> That's what Teller would do. I'll be going one uh, terabyte, motherfucker. Uh, better than Piffs. Yeah. Go ahead. Somebody needs to unmute their computer. Yeah, my my computer is muted. I keep checking, but it is. Mine is my, muted as well. I uh, I'll assume it was mine. I just pushed the button a bunch of times until it said mute again. Okay. So it could have been me. <laughs> okay. Um, two days in Canada. I'll be October. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, November. November eighth and 9th. I'll be in Kamloops, Canada, then Vancouver, Canada. Because Kamloops plays, is great. He plays theaters now. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped touring them because I was the comedy club guy. Mm-hmm. But now he thinks, uh, I guess I, I can just do this now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I, honestly, I think it's a fool-less show that I could play theaters. And so I guess I can play nice. theaters. November 15th and 16th, I'll be in St. Paul, Minneapolis, then DeKalb, Illinois. The 22nd and 23rd of November, I'll be in Wilmington, Delaware, and Annapolis, Maryland. And if you... 
haven't seen a gigantic collection of Donnelly heads in one room, then you want to go to the Annapolis, Maryland show. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of my family will be coming out to that. Uh, <laughs> November 30th, Scottsdale, Arizona, opening for Piff. Uh, and then on my own, I bought this these, uh, place called Mystique Dining. It's like we go to the, get these like crazy um, like multi-course meals, and then a magician comes out at the end and does a 45-minute show. Uh-huh. at the end and i like the dinner get, theater dinner theater so yeah. you do if i could do it for uh you know so you, for me i like it because i'm getting to do like six shows in a week mm-hmm. seven shows in a week wow, i'll nice. be in sacramento mystic dining a huge difference in february so happy mystic dining mystic dining in february and you're still digging on the computer i'm not that's not me that's not my computer okay it's not me mine's off i think is it back there uh, my phone doesn't make noise anymore. If you want to talk about horrible things, this is happening in the middle of my mystique dining announcement. This I know. is so embarrassing. My phone's off too. I, I think my phone's always my phone's been off since I bought it. Okay, <laughs> that I'm confident about. Okay, <laughs> February I'll be in Sacramento, uh, the fourth or the eighth, and then uh, in April, April thirteenth or the eighteenth, I'll be at Salt Lake City doing shows. Oh, there. so this is a chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A how two, many a chain of two? How, how, how many seats? <laughs> uh, one only one holds like. 30 and the other holds like 20. Oh, small. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a really intimate experience. They say it's very different, but I, I like the idea of it. So I was excited yeah. to do it. It's almost, it's like between, it's parlor magic. Yeah, yeah. Which there isn't many places to do that. No, I know. Nice. I was excited by the idea of, uh, and then he said, because you probably have to adjust different aspects of your show, but you'll most people figure it out on the first day. Smoking jacket. Most yeah. people figure it out on the first day. <laughs> you. He said looking directly I'm giving you in six the eye. shows. <laughs> Most of you on the first day, but I'm giving you a lot of leeway. You got a lot of rope. Smoking jacket. Figure it out by Saturday. I, I have shows this weekend. Jacket. I'll do it over the overalls. Yeah. <laughs> over the overalls. <laughs> I have shows this weekend at the uh, Gibbons Performing Arts Center in Pembroke, North Carolina. Gibbons? Gibbons. You're performing for Gibbons. Mo- oh. <laughs> performing Robin Arts Center Gibbons. In uh, Pembroke, North Carolina. The Gibbons Performing Arts Center, September 20th, and uh, Saturday, September 21st, in Washington County, Pennsylvania, at the Chartier's Houston High School Theater. And what's Rare, that for? Uh, a, a, an illusionist friend of mine, guy who does escapes, extreme, uh, extreme illusions and escapes. What's his name? Josh Knotts. Josh Knotts. Josh Knotts. Josh Knotts and his wife and I. Will I be would doing suggest, uh, I mean, this is probably presumptuous of me but he should change his name okay it's hard to, it's hard to say josh is for a while josh knox josh just went with joshua not easier to say joshua knots joshua knox yeah. joshua i think knox is a sucky knots with not, a t <laughs> not not knots like don knots josh he's related knots. to don knots he's, like he's related cousin. to don knots yeah. yeah i take it all back <laughs> i know he has to go with josh knots he yeah. does did he know his uh grandfather i believe he did yes yeah, he wow. told me some stories that were great. What to tell us? Well, I I don't. It's not. They're not they're your family stories. stories. Oh, side note, I'm an asshole. I'm doing a show this Friday in Vegas. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get to. I know. I, I, I was so. <laughs> so we're competing on Friday night, are we? We are exactly. Yeah. With, <laughs> yeah. And with life is for beautiful because we're folks. smart guys. Yeah, the East Coast. I don't oh, yeah, think yeah. life is beautiful is going to affect us much. <laughs> Vegas this Friday, nine o'clock show. I'm doing a full show. Really? Yeah. During Life is Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not part of Life is Beautiful. Not part of Life is Beautiful. Ah, All on my own. I didn't realize it was Life is Beautiful. Uh, I just had the date open and I was like, why don't I just, I'm keep trying to put shows together so I can. She's going up against Billie Eilish and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
people that don't want to see Billy Eilish like, can go and see Mental. Yeah, Tom. like I do like I do like blue collar mentalism. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do not like pop sensations yeah. that everybody wants to see. I do not undeniable superstars. <laughs> I hate them. Uh, uh, I think I'll go check out some. Uh, my show's cheap, so I got that going for me. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> you're on Friday. You're out of town. Uh, we're not on Friday. I'm, on, yeah. I'm around Friday. You are. Yeah, well, my wife's going to Life is Beautiful, but I'm not going to go to Life is Beautiful. You want, you want, you want <laughs> you know, to do something? I'm, I'm about setting up for the great joke Billy Gibbons said <laughs> on stage of the cruise when I saw him. He <laughs> came out with his guitar and the beard and the whole thing and said, I'm thinking about getting into jazz because <laughs> I don't like crowds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to Life is Beautiful so I don't like crowds. Yeah. So your show might be perfect. <laughs> exactly. For me. Come on now. No chance of be a crowd. It's not even insulting. It's true. So who cares? Uh, where are you playing? <laughs> uh, show Creator Studio. Oh, really? You yeah. know, uh, have you sold tickets? Yeah. How many? Uh, uh, we're setting, we're setting, I'm expecting about 50 people. 50 people. Yeah. Uh, may I, may I ask you a question? Yeah. And I don't want to put you on the spot. You yeah. can say no. Can I open for you? Of course you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've got a new trick that's going to go on the Penn and Teller show and I'm terrified of doing it. Okay, yeah. And I'd rather fuck it up in front of your 50 people <laughs> than Teller's 1,400. Right. That's all. That makes sense to me. <laughs> uh, should I, as we talk about on the podcast, it's hilarious. Should I, should I not advertise that you're going to do it? <laughs> Well, make sure I can do it first. Yeah. But I think I can. What time is the show? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. And I'd open for you. Yeah. Okay. Nine o'clock. And then how long are you doing? Uh, I'm doing about uh, 60 minutes total. Okay. So like 50 minutes and you. You got 12. How many <laughs> minutes do you need? 12 minutes. I need, uh, I need probably five. Okay. And then I'll probably do an introduction. So that brings it to an hour. <laughs> 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 you know, just a few little remarks off the top of my head. What I hate is how much more the audience would enjoy that than my show. <laughs> I, I'm going to try to do that, man. Let's do it. Although I, you know, when I, I won't a, publicize it, you just show up. When and I have it. a rare Friday off, I hate to go out of my house. I understand, but I might if there's no crowd, <laughs> fifty people I can handle. It's very easy to get in and out of the old show creators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll yeah. feel casual to you for sure. Yeah, that'll be nice. Okay. And you've sold some. T- there'll be some people there. Yeah. Okay, because this is a new trick that um, it's all uh, audience interaction. Okay. And I know, I know, it's going to be one of my favorite bits to do, and one of my best bits I've done in a year. But getting to that year is going to be excruciating. Yes. Because there's lots of stuff that has to do with knowing exactly how the audience member reacts and how the audience reacts. Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, I I should be also honest, I don't practice enough. (laughs) Okay. You know, that's the problem. I go out on stage with a new bit, and during that bit, my face flushes, and I feel nauseated, and I say to myself... If I had just run this by myself in my room another 25 times, I'd be feeling so great right now. Please remember that. And then I don't do it ever. La, la, la. <laughs> it just lets you know that like the tellers of this world are freaks. <laughs> he is someone who will just do that by himself 100 times in a row. No problem. Yeah. And that you're like, oh, then every magician must be like that. No. No, just him. Most of them are just like us. Yeah. Yeah. I got an idea for a bit. I think I'll put it in tonight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, Teller, Teller goes off half-cocked a lot. Oh, he does? Oh, crazy lot. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he's, he's, he's stumbled out on stage with nothing. You know, pulling silks out of his ass. You know, he, just, he really <laughs> has. That trick's legendary. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not. That's, that's the punch. 
When was the last time you slept really great? Certainly not with monsters in your son's room. <laughs> Isn't it strange we try just about anything to sleep better when it could actually be just a new, mat new mattress is all you need? A new mattress is all you need. All you need, yeah. If you aren't getting the quality sleep you deserve, I don't ever want the sleep I deserve. I want the, <laughs> I want the sleep I want. <laughs> I recommend my bed, the sleep number bed. How many times have I said that I travel all over the world, stay in the best hotels? I'm anxious, eager to get back to my bed. Look at Reddy Rich. He's got the number. Mm -hmm. Right now. <laughs> right now. At Sleep Number Stores, it's the biggest sale of the year. All beds are on sale, and queen mattresses start at only eight ninety nine. Yeah, I've been pumping my Sleep Number up. I had a little bit of back problem. Yeah, you were sixty five so for a long time. So I pumped it up to like ninety five. Yeah, back problems went away. Next wow. day, it's really great. It adjusts uh, to either side of the bed. We all know this, right? Wish your mattress could be firmer or softer. The Sleep Number bed is famous for. You can adjust each side so it's just right for each of you. How about a bed that helps keep you asleep? The Sleep Number 360 smart bed senses your movement automatically adjusts so you're effortlessly comfortable all night. Will you love it? Just ask J.D. Power. Sleep Number has been ranked number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses. For 2018 award information, visit jdpower.com. Who does that? Who goes, I want to see all the information on the awards that this thing won. I guess someone does. Go to jdpower.com. <laughs> Come in during the final days of the biggest sale of the year for a limited time. Save 40% on a Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed. Hurry. Sale ends Sunday. You only find Sleep Number, one of their 70, 575 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find the one nearest you at sleepnumber.com slash pen. Sleep with you. Oh, that was so good. When it's good, it's really, really good. <laughs> Electric toothbrushes, how many people love them? Yeah. All of us, Here. 100%. 100%. Um, the easiest, one of us understands the fact that this is an audio medium. Three <laughs> people raised their hand. Ready Rich said yes. <laughs> Here. <laughs> The easiest way to ease back into routine, start it up before September, especially if you're headed back to school. Too late for that, in September. Simplify the morning and evenings now with a simpler electric toothbrush from Quip. Timed sonic vibrations. You're giving me good vibrations. <laughs> the basis of every part of your mouth. Cover the basics of every part of your mouth and just takes two minutes twice a day. How much would that be for the whole day, Ready? Two minutes twice a day? Yes, is four minutes. Thank you. And the lightweight compact design means you can bring it along with you on those last summer weekend getaways. <laughs> so enjoy sleeping in and ease back into the swing of things with a smile. Godot, yes. would you talk about how nice the cover is? I, You know what? I left it at a hotel. It's the cover is so great that you take it out and it's got that sticky thing that the silicone so it sticks on the mirror right there. Mm -hmm. I left it in a hotel. You gotta get another one. I gotta get another one. It's easy. I gotta get another one. But you know what? But I, I I only lost it like a week ago. But I was at the dentist two days ago and they said your your gums are a better color, <laughs> which I presume is good, <laughs> not just pleasant. Well, the word better in there. Better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's good. That's good. That's because of the, uh, that's because I've been brushing my teeth with this thing. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks. A friendly reminder when it's time for the refresh and stay committed to your oral health. 
75% of us use old, worn-out bristles that are ineffective. Stop it. Get a Quip. I love my Quip toothbrush. I love Quip. It's why it's getting back in the routine. Quip starts at just 25 bucks, And if you go to getquip.com slash pen right now, you can get your first refill pack for freeze. Freeze. For freeze. That's your first refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash pen. Yeah, baby. Check out the quip. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. What else is going on? Uh, anything else, uh, Matt Donnelly? How are you feeling, Penn? I got a heart monitor on. What? Yeah, I saw that. See that? What is that? I kind of look. Crazy, I tried to tell my taped onto your chest. Well, yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. I saw this. I saw this in a Star Trek episode. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to tell my children that I was like Tony Stark, <laughs> and they said, "No, his is in the middle." Uh, yeah. Was it? That was the end. Well, that's of it. it. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Okay, go to sleep with the monsters in your room, then, little assholes. <laughs> I invited them in. <laughs> I, I sent away for them. They're now in your closet. Yeah. Bought them from Matt's kid. <laughs> <laughs> Got a good deal on them. Okay, so I go to the heart doctor, right? Yeah. Went to the heart doctor, and this is what he said. <laughs> he said, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, bing, bang, walla, walla, bing, bang. And you're like, are you sure the only one in my network? <laughs> what? Basically, you want a, a health insurance joke. It's a health insurance joke. Sorry. For the rest of us, we got that. Okay. I just go with other people. Exactly. I've never yeah. done anything. So Laura and Glenn are laughing right now at my jokes. I've never done anything. <laughs> Not a thing. So I go to my heart doctor. My yeah. heart doctor is in uh, constant mortal combat with Dr. Clapper. Ah. Because Dr. Clapper says he's eating vegetables. Leave him alone. My doctor says, pills, 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 pills. Uh. <laughs> He's eating vegetables. Leave him alone. Pills, 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 pills. So I went and I got a full EKG and a full workup in blood. And the doctor sat there and went, wow, your, your cholesterol, these numbers are incredible for a man in his 60s. These are incredible numbers. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm vegan. He goes, these are, I said, Dr. Clapper told you the numbers would be incredible. He goes, yeah, but they're really good. <laughs> I go, yes, they're really good. He goes, every one of the numbers is fabulous. He, and I says, then he said, you, uh, I said, well, you took my EKG. I have my left branch, my left bundle branch block. Left bundle branch block? Yeah, left bundle nope, branch block. Dot com. <laughs> so I, he said, yes, your left bundle branch block. I said, do you like saying that? Branch. I said, you just say that because you like saying it, right? He said, I don't like saying it. <laughs> I said, I like saying it. He said, I don't. He said, I like to say LBBB, but we don't say that in front of patients. We say left branch, <laughs> left bundle branch block. <laughs> left bundle branch breathing apparatus. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he said, you know, we checked the electricity in your uh, heart. And because you're the left bundle branch block mm -hmm. uh, and the little bit in the top of your heart, we want you to wear this heart monitor. I said, oh, fuck, what do I got to do? Because that's why I talked to my doctor. He <laughs> said, we're just going to stick a thing on you. You wear it for a week, then mail it back to them. Then he said, I'll send someone else in to do this. So I said, how long is this going to take? 
He said, three minutes. I said, deal. Uh, so they bring in this thing mm -hmm. about the size of a pack of cards. Yeah. It's what you'd say for me. For someone else, you might say the size of a tomato. Yes. Or <laughs> that you, someone stepped on. <laughs> yeah. Um, Splattered tomato. So uh, she says to me, um, you just, uh, we're going to stick this on you and I'll hit the button. It'll turn green, flash once, and then you keep it on for a week and then you put it in this box and mail it to Texas. I said, anybody particular in Texas? She said, no. Anyone in Texas <laughs> can handle it. They know. Just They're write, expecting it. You write Texas. Like a kid right with Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heart guy, Texas. Heart guy and his elves, Texas. Elves is the plural pen. Um, <laughs> so she sticks it on me, and then she says, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You can't swim, no submerge. Whoa, 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 hold on. I take a bath every night. She said, you won't be able to. I said, no, no, that, 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 that's how I sleep. That's how I read. I, I take a bath every night. She said, you can't take a bath. I said, what if it's not submerged? She said, that's okay. I said, good. Because uh, I'm six nine. <laughs> that's usually the case. I mean, yeah. well, I have just a, wear a trash bag. <laughs> I have a very, very big bathtub. Oh, okay. For that very purpose. Yeah. And she's also said you can take, she said for 24 hours, you can't take a shower. I said, I take a shower every day. She said, well, you can't tomorrow. 24 hours, you can't take a shower. She said, uh, unless you have a nozzle, and then you can, you know, I, I, I said, I can't get it wet for you. She said, not for 24 hours. I said, okay. And then because I'm a letter, not the spirit guy, yeah, I took a bath that night. And I took a bath. When I take baths, they're so hot that if you were to stick your finger in, you wouldn't be able to stand it. I take wicked hot baths. Really? Yes. And I sweat so much that my bed is soaked. <laughs> when I get, I dry myself off and I'm still so, I sweat like a freak. And that's why I go to sleep. I go to sleep in a very cold room after taking an incredibly hot bath and reading, reading during that time. But uh, apparently that is actually good for sleep. It is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I go out like a light. Yeah. Uh, well, now my lights dim out, so it's not really. <laughs> <laughs> so now the lights are jealous of how I sleep. And now, you know, um, when, when Muhammad Ali said he could turn off the light and get to bed before it's dark. Yeah. Everybody can do that now. <laughs> They have like slow dimmers on them. We didn't know he was talking about technology. He was saying, I'm a rich guy with dimmers on my... We thought he meant he moved fast. Yeah. Didn't mean that. He wasn't. He was, I'm a forward-thinking person about technology. Yeah. That's all he meant. Early Robert. smart home adopter. Yeah. Early smart home adopter. Muhammad Ali. He says, eventually letters will come to your phone, but no one cares what I think. <laughs> they just want to see me punch people in the face. <laughs> Russia is going to be on Facebook. Never mind. I'm going to go. It's the rumble in the jungle. <laughs> the reason math doesn't add up on particle physics is because there are actually 12 multiverses. But I'll go hit this guy in the face. <laughs> Muhammad Ali. Hey, there's no money in physics, says Muhammad Ali. <laughs> um, so uh, she sticks it on me, and I go, and I, I take a really hot bath, and I'm really conscientious about not dipping it into the water yeah, it splash and putting on a it. towel on it. And I wake up the next morning and it's it's off me. And it's, <laughs> oh, because of sweating. Yeah, of course. Well, then I read the little card. I didn't read. She said, here's the card you need to read. I said, I'm not going to read it. Just tell me. And on the card it said, and no uh, heavy perspiring. So I was sweating. Uh, I was spritzing like a hasa. Mm -hmm. And spritzing like a hasa. And um, this boom, bah. Yeah, it just fell off me. So then in a very cute domestic moment, I called up, I called up Texas 
Just yeah. <laughs> numbered, found out the area code, just dial. Uh, Hello, operator, get me Texas. <laughs> yeah. And the the woman in Texas said, um, it came off? I said, yes. And she said it would flash red if it came off, and it is flashing red. She said, yes, that's because it came off. I said, yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> so we were getting along well. <laughs> and then she said, stick it back on. I said, what? She said, stick it back on, hit the button, it'll flash green. I said, oh, okay. She said, just dry the area really well, put alcohol on, stick it back. I said, still got the stick up on it? She said, yeah, just stick it back on. I said, I don't. I'm. So I went up and I cleaned, my, cleaned it really well. Didn't have alcohol, but I, I never follow directions anyway. <laughs> so like witch hazel. <laughs> I stuck it on and it, it just was, was, was there like a uh, sickly octopus clinging yeah. to a mossy rock. Mm, sure. I didn't feel good about it. So my wife, in a very, very sweet domestic thing, mm. took her eyelash glue. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. And put it all over the back Latex. of it. And then put that on. And it stuck really nicely. And then I, uh, I, that lasted two days. I took, a, I took a shower that I was very careful about. I was very conscientious. No hot baths. I read in a rocking chair going, look how stoic I'm being. I'm reading in a rocking chair. Yeah. That's stoic to me as opposed to being in the bathtub. <laughs> and I slept okay. Everything's all right. Then the next night, which was last night, I woke up this morning. It had fallen off me again. It was flashing red. And there was nothing sticky on the back. Nothing sticky. It was nothing. You know, it was as sticky as sand. <laughs> nothing. So I went, oh, Jesus. So I got the eyelash glue and I slathered it on and I put it on. And then I said to my son, I said, I can't get this thing to stick on to me. And he said, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to staple gun the motherfucker. <laughs> I said to my, said to my son. He said, Can I help? <laughs> I said, I'll, I'll just nail it on there. And so I went up. And I put the eyelash, eyelash glue on, and I stuck it in place. Then I opened an entire box of Band-Aids. Oh, look at that. Yeah. And I, I taped it on like with Band-Aids all over. I put layer of Band-Aid upon Band-Aid. And then I thought to myself, if the Band-Aids are just sticking <laughs> to Band-Aid, it doesn't help, nah. right? Band-Aid has to stick to skin. Yes. So I should be having it radiate. Yeah. This That'd is like an better. Escher painting. I don't know where some Band-Aids like end and other Band-Aids begin. Does it, does it look secure to you? Oh, yeah. It looks secure. Yeah, good. <laughs> and, and also it's fabulous. It's not flashing red. Beautiful long lashes. It looks really good. I, it's, not, it's, it's not flashing at all. No, but it flashes back. red. It flashes big red. Oh, okay. Like the gum. That's what it says. It'll flash big red. <laughs> yeah. Like the, remember you'll big red gum? You'll, spell, yeah. you'll smell cinnamon. I know you're in trouble. If you saw $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? I would pick it up. You know, Bill Gates... If there were a hundred dollar bill on the floor, uh, the time it takes him to lean over and pick up the bill, he'd make more money just standing up. Of course, <laughs> you take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? This yeah. is a, this is a betting thing. Okay, that's why I go. I don't, but that's why you should go to my bookie. It's fast. It's easy. They pay when you win, which I think is important, right? <laughs> if they don't, hard pay, to run the business if you don't pay when you win. Yeah, let's face it. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Where you're betting. Uh, supposedly, this is a really good uh, betting thing. I can't use it because I don't know anything about sports. Yeah. But do the yeah. smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Do you ever gamble on sports, Matt? I do. Okay, still? Uh, not in a uh, not in direct online betting way uh -huh. yet. Uh, but yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do like pools and things like that like okay. a group, among groups of friends. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? 
Yeah, that's a, that's a big new craze that's happening, in-game betting. If by the second half, it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always take the other side. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's helpful. Yeah. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. parlay. It's yep. all, all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code, this is awful, PENS. PENS. With an S. Pens. Two N's? P-E-N-N-S. Okay. Activate the opera. That's promo code PENS. P-E-N-N-S. That's Dustin's people fucking up. They should have it. For just sure. Pen. Pens. <laughs> what, does, this, does Sean Penn have a podcast or something? What's going on? Yeah. Visit mybookie.com today. You play, you win, you get paid. Mybookie.com.ag. Instead of com, not my, dot .ag. Oh, dot .ag. Not uh, dot .com, dot .ag. MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag. That's really important. MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you know there was a um, Super Bowl pool yeah. when Penn and Teller were playing uh, uh, on Broadway? Mm -hmm. We were a big, fancy Broadway show. This is not the last run. This is run one or two. Okay. In the 90s, we're playing Broadway. It's a big deal theater. We're a big, successful show. And we have a union crew. Okay? And the union crew, we're constantly, we're a different sensibility than the union crew. You know, we're used to traveling around the world with our guys. Mm -hmm. And now there's these other people who work with union rules. It's a different thing. It's a very different thing. You know, they like get paid. You pay people that aren't there. You pay musicians that aren't there. There's all sorts of union rules on Broadway, right? And so we are insular. I'm embarrassed about this. I've never talked about this, but I'm very embarrassed about this. At our show, I socialize with Robbie, Bert, Nate, Kurt, Zeke, this inner group. And there's guys who've been working with us for 15 years. Yeah. And I know their names, you know, uh, and I know what they look like, but I never, ever visit with them or talk with them. I have this insular group. So on Broadway, it was bad. I had Mark Garland and Robbie and those guys who I would talk to. And then you get this way. And I guess from the outside, it looks like some weird sort of snobby posse thing. But you're just doing your show. You're focusing. You don't need people that are there random times. You know, yeah. you want to be in your little space. I, I don't know. I do. Um, but, I, I, you know, so. Uh, most people do. Okay. I mean, that's, uh, I remember. Uh, my wife was in Jersey Boys. There's one guy who was new to the company, and all of a sudden on Fridays he started coming with donuts. Then all of a sudden he came in with like more boxes of donuts, and suddenly he was walking around going up to every usher and every person at the ticket counter by name, offering them donuts, and really just made the rest of the cast look like horrible people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did not know all those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's the way I should be, yeah. uh, but I, I, I'm not the way I'd like to be. So the crew also... Teller and I had this ritual we did backstage, mm -hmm. which was before we go on, we'd say, good luck, Macbeth. <laughs> right? uh, and it is seriously in lore that you never yes. say good luck, you say break a leg. Yeah. You never mention Macbeth, you say the Scottish play, yeah. and you never whistle backstage. So before we go on an important show, Teller and I always look at each other and go, good luck, Macbeth. <laughs> okay? We just do that. Yeah. Uh, usually I say good luck, Macbeth, and Teller whistles are the other way around. Yeah. Teller's a better whistler. 
which isn't saying anything. By the way, <laughs> I remember uh, when I first was uh, met you, but we weren't friends yet. And your wife had brought me out with a big group of people to go see your show. We were at Buzio's. Mm -hmm. And not knowing you that well yet, as you went to get up to leave to go do your show, I said, break a leg. Because mm -hmm. I was like, I'm theater. I'll talk theater talk. To mm -hmm. <laughs> and I go, break a leg. And you go, I wish a great deal of pain on you too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I And then said. you left, yeah. Yep. Um, so we would say that, and the crew, uh, the union crew on yeah. Broadway, put in a formal complaint. What? That we shouldn't say that before we go on. That it was disrespectful and, and you know, it was bad luck. Formal complaint formal with complaint the union. for luck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for saying good luck in yeah. Macbeth. Um, anyway. Anyway, also, I mentioned Macbeth in the theater when we were working on Magic Goes Wrong. Yeah. And the wrong boys uh, reprimanded me. Say the Scottish play. Really? I mean, I mean, there was there was a joking, jovial, it wasn't, they didn't admonish me seriously, but. But they meant it. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this all coming around to yeah. the ad we just did. It was Super Bowl season. Yes. And the producers came to us, the investors, we were actually the producers too, and said, um, you should join the Super Bowl pool with the crew. Mm -hmm. And a teller said, I, I don't like sports. I don't know anything about sports. I can't bet on sports. And they said, well, there's no really betting. There's a grid and you just, they, they give you one yeah. and you decide. We said, how much is it? And they said, like, it was like 50 bucks or a hundred bucks. It was like a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we go, and I go, I, oh, Christ, No. <laughs> and they said, I said, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm this not, it's just, I'm not, that's not my idea of camaraderie. <laughs> and they said, uh, you've got to do it. And if you don't put in the hundred bucks, we, I said, it's not the money. They said, we'll put in the hundred bucks. So you go and so we went down to the crew and ceremoniously when everybody's doing that, they yeah. draw they, your numbers, draw out. your yeah. numbers out. We put the hundred bucks in. Hello citizens. It is I, Ben and Teller. <laughs> we are here to participate in your football ritual. <laughs> we are one of you. Are you there? <laughs> <laughs> Almost word for word. Almost word for word. <laughs> Regal right. gesture. I welcome you, dear friends. So the sports is happening. Yes, I will participate with the money. Yeah. <laughs> so Teller picks one. I pick one. We go on the board. We. I think it might be even more than a hundred. It might have been like two hundred. And Broadway, the uh, the union crews, they, they get some pretty high stakes. So points. it might have been five hundred. I it don't might know. Have been, yeah. It might have been five hundred. Anyway, there's about what thirty people. Right. Yeah. So it's a reasonable sized pool. Yes. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Super Bowl goes, happens. We're not paying any attention. <laughs> yeah. We had a show that night. You yeah. Know? We come backstage. Everybody is angry at us. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know why. <laughs> Teller has won first place. <laughs> Close. Got the numbers right on. Yeah. There's a second place. Well, I was going to say, I wish I, at this point someone else could take over the story because typically there's a first, first quarter winner, a halftime winner, a uh, third quarter winner, and a final game winner. The final right. game winner usually wins the most, halftime wins the second most, and then the quarters are right. regular money. Well, vacuum. the way it worked was the most money was won by Teller. Yeah. Second most money was won by me. <laughs> and it was a huge amount of money. Yeah. And the producers come to us and say, this is really bad. They think you cheated. Well, well, you're I, magicians. Uh, of yeah. course they think you cheated. <laughs> and they put a formal complaint about your witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> they think we cheated yes and they're very pissed about it so here's what we suggest you, <laughs> you take all the money 
you won, add more to it, and buy them a full living room stereo television setup for the basement. (laughs) We're talking about at that time. These guys are con artists. (laughs) Like, really, like a $20,000 setup (laughs) so that they could watch TV during our show (laughs) when they're working. So that was my experience with betting on the Super Bowl. I call that losing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) For sure. This is definitely like, how can we get better? But you've also done a magic trick where you predicted the score at the end of the Super Bowl. We hadn't done that yet. But yes, we did. I wonder where that idea came <laughs> from. <laughs> Very inspired. We did the Super Bowl where we predicted the ending. And that was really funny. When we did that bit, we were on the Super Bowl, which they tried to throw us off for um, for doing our uh, Vatican episode of Bullshit. Yes. People complained and tried, and the network hung tough, and we did the Super Bowl. And the way we did the Super Bowl was we took a pickle jar from um, from Carnegie Deli, mm-hmm. we put it in a test tube and all this stuff, test conditions, and we hung it up over Times Square, and we had an armed Marine Corps guard around it that were told on camera by their commanding officer, if Penn and Teller come near that pickle jar, you are to shoot them. <laughs> Armed guards. I mean, full uniform, Times Square, circling around us. We couldn't get near it. And then the pickle jar was lowered, and they took it out. It was great because the camera person said to us, uh, I-, I can't say the name, which is too bad because it would be unkind, said, um, listen, I've worked with other magicians, and this is live TV. And uh, when I work with blank, he always tells me where not to put the camera. I said, <laughs> Burn us, motherfucker. Burn us. <laughs> he said, uh, but where where will the trick be done? I said, you'll never know. Burn us. He said, well, it's live TV. I said, burn us. I said, we're not going to do a trick that's half-assed. We're covered. So, man, it looks good. Because you know something? The audience can tell when the camera person's burning you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they can tell when the camera person's going, and now it's very important. And now, oh, look, a squirrel. You <laughs> yep. <know? laughs> yep. So we did that. We produced the suit. But what was really funny was we did the whole, we were in our suits. We're all set up. We're in Times Square. We, we announced, we know the score of the Super Bowl who wins, and the most valuable player. And we're writing it down now. And now we're sealing it in here, butter-da-dum, 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 arm guards, our full 10-minute hunk, live TV, billion people watching. Then we go to the hotel room in Times Square, and I read about Miles Davis. (laughs) And tell us reading Bobo's coin tricks. And we don't talk to each other. There's no TV on in the room. Nothing's going on. Finally, like... Hours later, someone comes in the room and goes, um, we have the information. And they go, we go, good, uh, write it write it down there. And they say, well, don't you want to know one? We go, no, we don't need to know. <laughs> so it was an absolute surprise for us <laughs> when I opened the thing and read what we had written. <laughs> um, but uh, it was very, very funny because we were, I mean, there were Marines and there were, you know, the Super Bowls right, on yeah. the screens. Yeah. It's a big deal. We were totally, totally oblivious. Yeah. Very, very color. <laughs> I just want to say that if I'm on that crew and I want a whole uh, basement outfitted <laughs> and uh, we can't afford it as a crew mm-hmm. and I know the Super Bowl is coming up. <laughs> 
I think there was one more magician on that staff. <laughs> Let me just tell you. <laughs> one correction to your story. Yeah. Broadway, yeah. Union. Yeah. You can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to pay for it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. But you can afford it. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't change doesn't change any, what I think. But yes. Yeah. It doesn't change the story at all. Not at all. But it's an important point <laughs> for those who wonder if I could get myself on a Broadway union crew, yeah. would I want to do that for financial reasons? The answer is yes. Yeah. And the answer is yes. Whoever you are, if you have a Bill choice, Gates is still trying to apply yeah, for the yeah, job. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Bill Gates, if Sting could get that gig, he would take it. <laughs> 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 We're going to get a lot more. We didn't get to any of the good stuff. Did you keep just sending me some money? <laughs> <laughs> that was Penn Sunday School. That was Penn Sunday School. Cha cha cha. You become naked. Tomorrow morning, I will not be vegan. We'll talk about that the next show. Tomorrow what? morning, I'm not going to be vegan tomorrow morning. I can't be. <laughs> and we also, we had a Spaniard in the works. And because nobody gets that, Teller didn't get it, the Spaniard didn't get it, nobody got it. I'll explain it on Wednesday. You know I love you. I'm sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson, but your baby didn't make it. Also, it was a girl. Surprise! <laughs> oh, Jesus oh, Christ! Oh, my God! Oh, Jesus Christ! Ready! That is the darkest joke made of this show. <laughs> hey, everybody. Jason Ellis here from the Jason Ellis Show podcast, reminding you that my podcast, new episodes every Wednesday, downloadable, where all podcasts are available. Come see my friends, Michael and Kevin, as we talk to you about what's awesome, what sucks, fitness, fighting, parenting, life, spin kicks, LGBTQ community, how to defend yourself against a shark if it attacks you out of nowhere, and much, much more. So come join us. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 